All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, SummerSlam. Did you love it? Did you not? I'm joined by my brothers. You'll see after the intro to the show. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. And, of course, it's a SummerSlam post show, the biggest party of the summer. So I'm joined by my brothers. I'm going to start first with... You already know the co-owner of the brand, the one and only, the remarkable, the impeccable, the real Dwayne Allen. What up, what up, bro? What up, what up? Chill, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, as always. But you know how we do. This ain't our first rodeo. Exactly. And then we're going to go over to the Flex Zone as the Black American Dream himself, the one and only Dre. What up, Dre? And Dre is uh, can you hear us, Dre? We can't hear you, Dre. <laughs> but you know he'll fix that audio. Uh, but you know, speaking of audio, we're gonna go to the audio master of the Flex Zone, the one who has a degree in this. How do I know? Because we was in the grind at the Great Morgan State <laughs> together. The one and only we call him Unc, the one and only Raj. What up, Unc? What's going on, everybody? This is Raj from the Flex Zone. Um, Roger Lee hiring the third. You know, in the house with my the boy third. Brian and Dwayne. You know, put some gunman out summer, there. SummerSlam, and you know, good big goofy D is on, on top of me real quick. He'll he'll tell you who he is. He's he's really goofy. He's he's hey he's hey 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 really large, you. and he'll let you but know. People who not and live, keep <laughs> but the people who oh. not live, they will say, "What is he talking about?" For those on Apple, Google, and Spotify, um, he's talking about the view, ladies and gentlemen. We're live on, um. YouTube right now immediately after SummerSlam, but he already gave him an uh, intro, but I'm going to bring him in anyway, and that's the one and only Damaris Dive. What up, D? What's going on, Brian? Everybody, you know, Unc, he's old and stubborn in his ways. We'll get <laughs> oh, to that shortly. <laughs> oh, but of course, check out the Flex Zone every Monday night, 10 p.m. We're going to, you know, sprinkle on a little dust about SummerSlam, but we're going to give it to you fully tonight. And after the goofy uh, man himself, Dre, come back on, we'll be Rocking and rolling. Right there on your screens, ladies and gentlemen, you can find where you can get the Flex Zone um, at the Flex Zone 1 on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you like the Facebook fan page. That where That is where you can get your sports fix from. And, of course, make sure if you haven't done so by now, subscribe to the Wrestling Realm. Click the subscribe button. Yes. And if you're watching live, drop yes, right. It comment in the chat already. We're gonna get right into it, but I gotta acknowledge my brother in the chat always supporting since day one. The one and only Shark Williams. Shark, hey, what up, my guy. <laughs> yeah, Shark says, I mean, you know, he right where we're going. He says, you know, here's a question: do we count this as a heel turn for Roman? Roman Reigns makes his comeback, gentlemen. They said we would never see it coming. That's what we kept hearing. Some people thought it was maybe the backslide that Drew McIntyre successfully pinned Randy Orton with. And there was, you know, some people thought it was underwhelming. I liked it. We'll get into that later. But uh, Roman Reigns is here. He's back. Um, how do y'all feel? Dwayne, you kick it off. 
First of all, what the heck happened to Dre? Where's Dre? <laughs> there he comes. There he comes. There he comes. There he comes. Well, there he goes. There he comes. There we go. There he goes. Fix your Wi-Fi, man. Like, 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 dude, I couldn't start. I couldn't even go on my rent without making sure you was here first. Like, that's, <laughs> that's I'm like, a Tongo fan. Hey, look, like, I appreciate you, good brother. That's brothers. That's how I look there. I said, hold on, wait. First of all, where's Dre? I can't start. For, it's like, my bad. Brian H. What was the question again? He made me lose my train of thought. Roman Reigns is back. Okay. How do you feel? No, I think it's a good move. Uh, the WWE is, is desperately in need of um, star power. Uh, I think the WWE is at a phase right now where they've taken the approach of let's try to start to make new stars. Let's try to push some of these younger characters just, just to get people familiar, especially during a downtime like this. Uh, with everything they had going on with the, the Thunderdome, the approach, and even the main event itself with Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. I think seeing Ro- Roman is uh, going to help boost what they're trying to do next but it, it was it was a good way to bring him back you know in a way that was special not just him just popping back up saying i'm back so <laughs> did you like the attitude we saw him come out there and remind the fiend or i should say start with uh braun he reminded him that you i made you into the monster you know their rivalry goes all the way back way before when it seemed like braun just couldn't get over the hump to become a champion how did you feel about that part no i think it's necessary like but the thing is in in the pandemic age of professional wrestling that we're watching it, it's easy for things to get stale quicker. Uh, Seth Rollins made a comment earlier. He was saying this generation doesn't have the patience for the slow build. It's even worse now during the uh, pandemic and the presentation that we receive from any wrestling company. So I think uh, adding Roman back into the mix is only going to continue to help strong solidify um, Braun Strowman as a main event player rather than just a kind of a brush and a win. Yeah. Flex zone. Y'all kick it off. What y'all think? Go ahead, Dean. Uh, well, it wasn't bad. I don't know if it was a hill turn or not because he did attack both guys, but it might be Roman just being in the middle. But it was good for what it was, to Dwayne's point. They need star power. I think a lot of us do miss Roman, miss what he brought to the table. I actually like the shirt he had on as well. And for what it was, to end out the show, it, it did his job. Mm-hmm. All right. I thought you were going to go, Dre. Uh, I mean, no, no, go ahead, Uncle. Um, okay, well, I thought it was cool he came back. Um, I did miss him. Um, I, what? I, he had, I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, y'all, I don't hate Roman Reigns. I really yeah. don't. I thought what he did at WrestleMania was phenomenal. I enjoyed every bit of it, of him not being there. It was great. And I'm great. I'm glad that he's healthy. I'm glad that he's back. Um, I just wish it was tomorrow night. I, I, I wish I wish Braun would have had his moment because, let, I mean, let's be real. He didn't have the it at Hell in the Cell. Well, The Fiend, I'm sorry. The Fiend, he didn't have it at Hell in the Cell. Mm-hmm. Um, WrestleMania, he didn't have it at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So SummerSlam, everybody knows he's getting the belt back from, from Braun Strowman. And again, I just felt, I, I just I just didn't like him. I didn't like him getting beat down like that. I mean, the brother just got, the brother just had a moment. He didn't even have a moment. I mean, I didn't think it was so cut clear. No, Kevin um, never got his behind whip. It, it, I, I didn't <laughs> like it. It makes well to me the part that I think um, that I was throwing off about it really wasn't um, Strowman getting beat up. It was like you said, the fiend. I would have liked if he had just went after just Braun Strowman. That would have continued a new rivalry it, with payback coming up. You already see that it's going to be a triple threat match for the Universal title coming up. But the fact that The Fiend got like got his behind whooped, too, is kind of like it's head-scratching. 
So um, you didn't see that coming because I never, I, I didn't think Roman Reigns was coming back for a while. Yeah. But um, with that being said, I mean, when they said never saw it coming, I figured something would be like Sister Abigail uh, into the picture, but I didn't see Roman Reigns. Dre, we all know you was hoping it was CM Punk. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, not, oh, oh, the chump. Wasting money. The waste chump ain't money. coming back. <laughs> <laughs> be, be respectful to Sam Punk. Be respectful. Sam Chomp. Did was y'all disappointed that we didn't get a cash in tonight? You know, oh. I mean, anytime somebody has no. the briefcase, well, okay. and the okay. champion is laid out, you know, usually if if I think if it's a live crowd there, I think there's people maybe yelling for Otis. Are y'all buying Otis as a Money in the Bank briefcase holder, Dwayne? No. I, I, honestly, the thing is, I'm, I'm kind of confused, and I think they, they leave room for versatility when it comes to Otis in particular with the Money in the Bank briefcase because on one end, you can say, okay, you know, I, I don't see this guy as a world title contender, but on the other end, he has made comments saying, oh, no, when I catch it, it's going to be for the tag titles anyway, so what difference does it make? So, I mean, I, where, where do you go? I, I, I think the question marks allow them to do whatever they want to do with the idea, but I, I, I never once saw him as a – you know, a world champion anytime soon. Uh, you know, I, I see him as a fan favorite, but as a top guy or somebody feel like we can push, uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Totally agree, Dwayne. Totally agree, bro. Hey, Dwayne, you, you're on the money with it. I mean, Otis, you know, like you said, uh, he's a fan favorite. And then, you know, at WrestleMania, his, his moment was kind of taken away. That's the type of moment that you're hoping for when he beat Ziggler. Because, you know, you kind of, like, you want that guy to, to get over, get the girl. And he missed his WrestleMania moment. But I didn't I've, I haven't seen him as a world championship contender yet. And I see him actually losing the Money in the Bank briefcase, similar to what um, Bingo. Uh, um, my man um, Ken, Kennedy, Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. He lost it. But you know, um, in that type of fashion, I don't see it as, um, uh, what was my guy uh, with the, the ass guy? Um, and he lost Damian Sandow. Sandow. Damian Sandow. Sandow. He, yeah. And he yeah. lost it. I don't see. I don't see it that. I don't see it in that fashion. I see him doing it in a Mr. Kennedy fashion, where he loses it to somebody, and then they cash it in. But Dre, um, the important thing that the important thing about you said Dre, before before Raj, you go ahead. You got to remember why Otis got that briefcase in the first place. Otis got that briefcase when the pandemic hit, and the WWE was struggling with the whole empty arena concept, and he just got hot really, really quick. And they kind of just went with it, you know what I mean? But it was just kind of like, now, once that kind of fizzled out and they kind of figured everything out, it's like, well, does this guy really world champion material? So, it, you know, just to go <laughs> back to your point, Dre. Yeah, that's why I said I think that they pass it on to, to somebody because it, it's weird. Like, you want to go with the hot hand, but right. without the fans being there to continue the momentum, absolutely, it really fizzes out and there's no long-term plan behind it. So yeah. it's one, it's one, it's it's a weird concept with WWE right now because usually we see the opposite. Usually they go with a long term plan as opposed to going with the hot hand. This mm-hmm. is one of the few times they went with the hot hand and now it fizzled out and you're kind of like, well, where are we, where do we go from here? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, to be honest with you guys, I I kind of wish that uh, it was used in a hair versus hair match. Now, I wish Maddie Rose would have um, lost and Sonya, Sonya Deville would have won. And on top of that, Otis mm-hmm. could have traded the briefcase to Sonya Deville, you know, for, you know, to save Mandy's hair. I mean, I thought it would, that would have been extremely creative. That's just you know me. what? When you're not trolling, you're on to something. 
I told you I listen to the best. I listen to the best. No, see, anyway, now, he now ain't the best, but muted. you listen to somebody. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, but you, anyways, we'll get into Mandy Rose and Sonya because I think circumstances really yeah. switched that. We'll get into that later. I agree. Right, right. but and, and that would be that would have been fantastic for Sonya Deville because of the situation that happened to her earlier in the week. But mm. I mean, it is Otis. Uh, uh, a main event guy now? No, I mean, no. has he been the main event guy now? No. no. Why, why did he get the briefcase? Why did he get the briefcase? Who knows? Maybe Vince liked the way he ate donuts in the back. Who knows? I, 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 I really don't know. That's right, pal. Eat them donuts. Eat them. But yeah, he's not cashing. I mean, he, he's going to lose that that briefcase to somebody. Somebody's goofy is going to take it, and that's just going to be the the mm-hmm. thing with Otis. Yeah, I mean, let's move on. WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre finally gets a win in front of fans. Before we uh, came on the air, uh, Roger D and y'all were saying that finally, you know, he gets a meaningful win. Uh, yeah. He picked up the win over Randy Orton. I know a lot of wrestling Twitter did not like the backslide. They hated the fact that that's how Drew won. But me personally, yeah, it was personal. You saw a little bit of blood, but... It made sense because, I mean, Randy Orton is so smooth. A guy like that, you take a win any way you can get it. Um, right. D, go ahead. Hey, look, first of all, I didn't care how it happened. As long as Drew <laughs> won the title, retained the title, that's all that mattered to me. We don't want to see Randy Orton for the 14th time with the title. That's old. Been there, done that. I'm glad he won. I know Orton's on a run right now. He's going to eventually fight Edge again. He'll probably save him that for Mania once Edge returns. You don't want to see. You don't want to see no more. No more Randy Orton title <laughs> reigns. I am done. You're tripping. We're good. I'm okay. We with are that. good. He's not even forty yet, right? Or well, he's not forty-five. He's like thirty-nine, I believe. Yeah, he, he, got, look, look. he got. He, he got about go, another ten years in the business. He got a. He got a nice looking wife. Nice kids. Eat some blue chew. I mean, uh, eat some. Uh, uh, eat some stuff. Wow. And go. They, they, no, they don't pick us. We not mentioning them. They, they, yeah, we don't mention them. They, they're not paying. The, the blue pill. The blue pill. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if they decide to sponsor the show from there on, Brian? Would you take that money? Oh. <laughs> yeah, <baby. laughs> you know how we do, bro. Look, <laughs> look, you see everything. Got both of us, so we had to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But uh, Dwayne, so how you feel, um, Randy Orton? I know you're a huge Randy Orton fan. Um, right. Do you think we've seen the last of his title runs? And where do you see the cap off for him? A player once said, you know, obviously it was a lot of motion, uh, emotions behind it, but mm-hmm. Flair said he wants to see him break his record. Is that something we see? Um, I think it's possible. I don't know if it's something we actually see, but it's definitely possible. Because think about Randy Orton's position right now in the company. Randy Orton has stepped up. Uh, when it was desperately needed, especially during this pandemic. Randy Gordon proved to everybody why he's worth his contract, why he's one of the golden children out of him and John Cena, and why he has a position that he has in the company as well as in the locker room. Randy Orton has always been passionate about making new main event stars. That's what Randy Orton loves to do. And for him to be the focal point of this uh, feud between him and Drew McIntyre, and it gives Drew the opportunity to come up to Randy's level. The finish itself didn't bother me because in my mind, I don't think this is the last time we see Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre because the story continues. It could always it could always go with, well, you got lucky. Uh, it, it doesn't seem finite. It doesn't seem, seem like it's finished to me. But I think it's also a sign of respect because 
sometimes the top guy in the company doesn't need to take the guy's finisher as a loss, you know, and then mm-hmm. to say, okay, Randy Orton is that dude. And Drew McIntyre, as good as he is, he barely beat Randy Orton. Even in a loss, it gives a certain level of respect and upper echelon to Randy Orton and his status within the brand and where you can go with it. Because now Randy Orton can pick any spot on, on the, uh, you know, on the card each week and he'll still be respected versus before when they've been creating new stars, Randy Orton has had to take a back seat and he hasn't really looked at as a main player with a long-term storyline. So at the state that he's in right now, the shape that he's in, what he's able to do on the mic psychology wise, you know, and, and, and what he can kind of bring to these younger main event guys now, like a Drew McIntyre, you never know. It's a possibility that, that Randy Orton could have another one or two title reigns left in the system. Dre. Hey, man, my brother is always on the money. I totally, I totally agree. I think I think actually I, after Ric Flair's promo, I think Randy could surpass Ric Flair's title reign. Yeah. And the way that Randy Orton is right now, I mean, he's on fire. Yes, he is. Um, I didn't I didn't expect that honestly. Um, I love that he stepped up. Right now, it's my CTV. When whenever Randy is on, it's like I have to immediately tune into Raw. Um, despite everything else on Raw, I mean, I love seeing Randy Orton on Raw, uh-huh. and the le- and the fact that the Legend Killer is back. It's just bringing yeah. the whole Randy Orton persona full circle. I mean, it, this reminds me of like kind of evolution is, but like at the same time, we're getting the voices in his head type of Orton, and like um, Dwayne was saying, it's this this is not over. The fact that it was a backslide and it wasn't a he didn't hit a um he didn't hit the kick on him, but yet it was a it finished like a backslide where it's like, okay, you got lucky, we can have another match. Um mm-hmm. hopefully it's not a payback. But hopefully we down the road we have another Randy Orton and uh Drew McIntyre match, which I would love to see. Um, but it, it, I'm curious to see what they do for both superstars moving forward. However, um I didn't mind Drew actually winning. Because in the fashion that he won, is is this is this was to me the best storytelling of the night. Best storytelling yeah, of the night, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, can't disagree there. Well, my thoughts is this: um, I didn't mind who, I didn't care who won the match. It could have been Randy, it could have been Drew. Yeah. It, it didn't matter to me. But I thought right. that yeah. I thought that you know after everybody that Randy Orton was kicking, we didn't see Ric Flair get kicked. And I was thinking, um, since he did, since we didn't see him get kicked, and of course the the, the swerve was, you'll never see it coming. I thought mm. I thought Ric Flair was going to show up and help you know Randy Orton get another title reign. I I, I thought yes. it was going to happen, and it and it, never, and it it never came to pass, and I I was disappointed with that. And the, the finish, I I didn't like the finish. The match was kind of slow. I mean, but it wasn't a bad match. It was it was a typical Randy Orton match, you know. Yep. Yeah. A hard hitting, you know, methodical. We even yeah, had fun. In so so I mean, it it was it was cool to see Randy Orton still doing what Randy Orton does after all these years. And yeah. I and I and I believe he is the number one force on Raw right now. I mean, I, I mean, you got Raw Underground. You got a bunch of other goofy stuff that's going on. Randy Orton has been consistent since this lockdown has. has yes, has that's been. the he, that's the biggest word. He's consistent. Yes, consistent. indeed. Consistent. He's been consistent and he's been very entertaining. So, mm-hmm. hats yeah. off to you know Drew and, and Randy. Hopefully, we do see a rematch. Hopefully, it's not a payback. Hopefully, it's a stipulation to it too. Yeah. And if Randy get it, gets it done, yeah, he gets it. I don't have a problem with him, um, Drew losing the belt at this point. Yeah. 
We'll see. Um, before we go to break, I want to talk about a debut. Actually, we'll talk two debuts. Uh, we will mix some takeover in here. Uh, tonight we saw Dominic Mysterio making his debut. A match he obviously fell short to Seth Rollins. Um, and going into this, I was like, "Why do I want to see this kid wrestle? He looks bland. He doesn't have any type of charisma." But I have to admit, the match was not that bad. I actually enjoyed it. Was he Pat McAfee? No. Um, I, th- I really enjoyed Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. I think it showed people how good Adam Cole, Bay Bay, is. But tonight, you know, Seth Rollins is obviously a ring general, and Dominic has it in his blood. What did you guys think when you watched this match? Anybody go ahead and jump in there. Uh, I guess I started off. Um, they kind of gave away the, the whole kendo stick thing the last two weeks. So then you kind of was like, do you really want to see it now or not? But mm-hmm. I knew Mysterio, both Mysterios, <laughs> would do well in the match because of the way the storytelling is. Ray Mysterio is a professional. We've seen him over 30 years now. He's yeah. taught his son well. Knows what to do to psychology. Seeing Angie Guerrero, um, I said Guerrero, and Angie Mysterio first time since what, SummerSlam 05? Got to see her out there as well. It was good storytelling. Seth Rollins is a good heel when he don't cut them boring promos. Yes, indeed. Night Quill <laughs> boring promos he cut. <laughs> it was a good match. Murphy's getting elevated as well and is helping everybody out in the process. I enjoyed the match. I thought Whoa. this was the best match. This is one of the best matches. I've Why? Because somebody took a beating? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Dominic Mysterio, brother. Yeah, I mean, no, he did Dominic look pretty good. I he mean, did an excellent this, job. This was his first match that we ever seen him in, and I thought he did a good job, man. I, I love the kendo sticks. I love what Murphy was doing. He was feeding him. He was feeding him all kinds of weapons. Let him out, Seth was, you know, taunting Ray Mysterio, and and as D said, which McCullough off the ramp. I just thought it was really entertaining. Look, and, and Raj, <laughs> considering you are our group chat group chat troll, yes. what did you think <laughs> about Devil's Advocate right there? <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and this is this is fun, ladies and gentlemen, because y'all actually get a piece of the group chat that goes on all day, almost twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, um, literally. But what did you think when you saw and did you notice Seth Rollins' gear tonight? Wearing Rey Mysterio's gear that he wore against Eddie Guerrero at Halloween oh, Havoc '97. Wow. No, I did yeah. not notice that. That yeah. night, I did not notice that at all. So I tell y'all, y'all got to stay up. on Twitter. <laughs> well, see, I wrestling be, Twitter I can't be on Twitter. <laughs> that's where all, that's where the king trolls are. I can't do that. Oh, you yeah. you can't roll with the big dogs. That's I what you're saying. Roll with them. They, they definitely, they definitely, yeah, you, you ain't lying about that. They definitely can't roll with them. Can't do that. But yeah, so you know he. He was, uh, you know, I knew. I was like, "Oh, Rollins has some cool looking gear." Um, shout out to the Dead Ass Girl podcast. They was, <laughs> yeah, they, the podcast. Oh, name. Dead Ass Girl. <laughs> they were saying, was it? Uh, was he doing a gender reveal? Because you know, a slight Ooh. gender reveal because it was in pink. Hmm. But you know, I'm scrolling down my timeline, and I remember my, um, the announcer did say something about Halloween Havoc '97. Yeah. And I was just thinking he was just talking about it because it was a classic match between Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. But then I looked and I saw the gear and then shout out to Sasha Banks' husband who designed the gear. I believe he designed, at least he tweeted about it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, just it just goes to show you Seth Rollins is 
that dude, like y'all said, he doesn't have to cut those annoying promos. Or yeah. or be or be on Twitter. Or any or any social media well, platform. He rides for the WWE, man. No, he wants, he wants to do that. like John Cena, except John oh. Cena doesn't go back and forth with people. John Cena does it on ABC and CBS and CNN. And, and, Rand, and Randy Orton does a good job as well and, and cutting folks as well. Does a real good job. Did y'all see somebody said a good WWE network content would be Randy Orton watching independent matches? Woo! <laughs> 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 but man, or, I mean, Orton is Orton's on one, but I mean, that's Seth and Dominic, um, Dominic match. I, fi- I figured that I actually expected this. I knew that he would come out good just because, I mean, what, what the buildup itself, the storytelling in itself was going to make the match yeah. what it was. But then just seeing little bits and pieces of how he was able to continue this storyline, I figured that the match would actually be good of itself because Seth Rollins is one of the best in the business. And then Dominic, we've seen, like I said, little chunks of what he was able to do. Uh, I did expect for uh, Dominic to win, though. So I was a little disappointed that the Mysterio family didn't finally get that that victory. However, it uh, it makes me curious to see what they're going to do to continue the storyline because I know it's not over. Oh, I know. Uh, I have an idea. Payback uh, tag team: Rey Mysterio, Dominic versus da, 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 Seth Rollins and Murphy. Well, tomorrow he's going to have to have cut an emotional promo about how much he loves him and you're my son and it was always my dream to do this. Yada yada yada. Yeah. yeah, I could see that because I mean, uh, hopefully we don't have this match on. Um, that's just my thing. But um, you know how the WWE has been doing lately. But I like that idea of, of them having the match at Payback with the pay per view happen so soon after SummerSlam. Um, I think Dominic can can do well, uh, real good within the WWE and also Rey Mysterio too. Um, you know, hopefully he'll get his eye back one day, but we'll see. <laughs> um, there's a, there's... Uh, but I do, but I do actually love um, the the storytelling. That's been another good factor. I think that the storytelling in that match has been good, and the longevity of it, and the surprising the fact that Dominic was able to carry this storyline. Then you bring Ray back into it. Um, it brings this thing full circle. And then I like what you said, Brian, about. Eddie Guerrero tying him into it because I did hear that um, that Halloween Havoc uh, commentary as well, and I was just thinking like, "Oh, what does Halloween Havoc have to do with, with SummerSlam?" But now you saying that brings that um, full circle as to why they made that comment. So uh, I'm I'm curious to see what happens future wise for this, but uh, I actually I, I've been loving the whole storyline with Seth Rollins, and Seth Rollins has been actually to me excuse me, doing a really good job as far as um, Mike's skills. However, it just, it can't be just long drawn. <laughs> when he gets to the social, like you said, when he gets to the social media aspect of it, that's when you kind of like, all right, Seth. But as far as like this Monday night Messiah uh, persona that he has, I, I'm I'm loving it and I'm digging it. But can we just get a functioning faction for him? Because we have Murphy, but then the AP is out. And yeah. then uh, it was supposed to be another guy. Awesome theory. Um, Yep, and Austin Theory yeah. and Austin Theory's not there. So can we just get a functioning faction for him to continue the Monday Night Messiah? Well, Theory got jammed up in the uh, sexual allegations. So yeah, yeah, he he got. We just, we, just need, we just need some players to to keep it going. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I think that Seth has done a really good job with the Monday Night Persona, uh, Monday Night Messiah persona, and 
who knows what happens with him down the road? Um, do we see a, a title run, or does he does he just continue to wreak havoc among random superstars once the Mysterio family feud is uh, is underway? He's doing his best to try to get CM Punk's attention. It's yeah, we, we, it, keep trying. It, it, and it's and keep the thing trying, is, bro. like at first it was real high. Let me just comment real quick for anybody who hops on about CM Punk. I think that it was real. <laughs> it was good at first, but mm -hmm. I think that um, I remember Jim Cornette saying that what the issue was was once he signed to Fox to do the show, his light dimmered, and it's not the same. Like you would like to see a CM Punk return, but it's not as hot as it would have been had he not just did the show. And I think that the, him mm. doing the show on Fox really hurt his in-ring return at this point i'm not really curious to see cm punk return to the ring anymore so if if it was like seth rollins and cm punk it doesn't to me have the full steam as it would have had he never returned to do fox that's yeah. a good point yeah that is a good point i think it's a lot to unpack in this match like Ray Mysterio, first of all, is uh, one of the most respected professional wrestlers in all in, in the world like today. You, uh, I don't think there's a you'll ever come across any major play that won't give Ray Mysterio the level of respect that he's kind of revered. And the one thing I learned tonight about Dominic Mysterio, first and foremost, like you, you guys made excellent points. So there's no point of me trying to go back and just piggyback and say, I didn't realize how good Dominic Mysterio was until this match. Mm -hmm. One, let me let me tell you why. Because for weeks I've been underwhelmed by him because I was like, well, this kid can't so he hasn't been. He's, he's just learning. And you can tell because for weeks he came down like he was nervous, but he had to do it. He was upset. And I was like, uh, I'm not I wasn't looking forward to the match too much because I didn't think he was going to deliver because I figured he was just having this moment, this introduction to the business moment. But this guy got in the ring and performed. I'm like, oh, so he's been doing this for a while. So all this time he's been playing us, making it seem like he can't even get in the ring in the first place. Like he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's got to defend his dad. And then all of a sudden this guy gets in the ring. I'm like, man, this kid has a bright future. I said, it, it, one thing Roger said, it, he and as well as I said, the psychology, the way he carried young superstars struggle the most with ring psychology. That's why Daniel Bryan. That's why the Randy Orton, those guys are always harping on the NXT guys about the ring psychology. And it's not just in WWE, because if you look at AEW, not to change subjects, Chris Jericho and Jim Ross have been saying the same thing about a lot of the other guys in AEW. Like, you guys are, this is not a spot monkey fest every match. Like, you slow it down, tell your story. That way, it carries you that much longer. You don't got to work as hard. So, the fact that he was able to do that, I was thoroughly impressed because that. For weeks, he's walked out kind of timid, like I didn't know what I was going to do. But when he showed up in that ring, he looked like he belonged in it. Ray's involvement. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I was so nervous about this match. I was like, I don't trust Donovan Mysterio. I can see him turning on his dad right now. Like, I, got, <laughs> I, got, I got nervous. I was like, man, he's going to turn this far. I can see it right now. He, he's going to join Seth Rollins. But he, he lost, which he's supposed to do because he's a young guy. Seth, credit to Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins definitely was the guy. That, like He carried them both. Like he got a lesson with Seth Rollins tonight that wrestlers are not going to get it for ten years without literally being in a ring with somebody that's that good to teach you on that level to make a casual viewer say, "Yo, I really enjoyed this match." Because they, even if I didn't know what happened three, four weeks, because I haven't watched three, four weeks, I saw it play out in the ring. As an older fan, that's what's important to me because I'm not a kid anymore. So when you watch wrestling, you got to watch it with a different eye. After a while, we're very critical about it, but at the same time, though, we care about that story because that's what we grew up on. That's changed because of times and the product that we watch today. But at, yeah. but I, when I say I was thoroughly impressed, I, I said, man, Don Mysterio has a bright future in his business. I, I was thoroughly impressed with what he brought to the table. The match was excellent. And the minute I saw the question marks on Seth Rollins' 
gear, I said that's definitely a homage to Rip Mysterio. I, I didn't pay attention at first when I saw his the the top part of his gear when he first came out, but mm-hmm. as soon as I saw the question mark, anybody's had Rip Mysterio action figure or has ever played WCW yeah. World Tour or WCW NWO Revenge, you know that gear, you know that question mark, and I was like, oh man, that's that. And Seth Rollins has a way of doing. It. He all him and Johnny Gargano have a lot of ways. In a and Sasha Banks, not to um, not include the women, but they have they have a very very good way of paying respect or paying homage to a lot of their favorite superstars, mm-hmm. you know, in the ring with their gear. So you know, I I I, I my applause to both gentlemen. I'm thinking WWE did an excellent job with that. Hey Brian, oh. pull, pull that pull that comment up real quick. <laughs> uh, shout out to Shark Shark Williams, uh, the Sean the Shark Williams uh, in the comments watching live says the Seth Rollins storyline is one thing. But enough with the damn al- eye gouging crap. It's stupid and nobody's buying it. I agree, hey, man. Look, I, I, I agree. I agree with them. But every time they show that promo, well, that, whatever that is with Seth and, and, and Ray, and he get cross-eyed when he's doing it, that's what is hilarious. <laughs> no, man, that is It's funny. You know, Dre, Dre didn't address Seth Rollins like we do on the chat. The Uh-oh. NyQuil Messiah. <laughs> yeah, he is the NyQuil Messiah. NyQuil Messiah. Well, tonight he, he that's what he does like. like, you like mean in Sunday the ring, night. In, in the ring, he does this thing, but he gets that microphone and said, "It's like okay, all right, I'll, I'll be back." I was like, all right, fake Jesus, put the mic down. Yeah, you're like, okay. <laughs> please, please. Like, okay. We, we get it, we get it. Now you know, um, Pat McAfee. Yesterday, him and Adam Cole had an incredible match. Adam Cole got the win. I was a little nervous. I was like, Adam Cole better not lose this match. Um, I thought he did good. What did you guys think about his debut? Did y'all get a chance to check out TakeOver? I'm going to be honest with you. This was probably for this to be TakeOver 30. And I think it's also just the state of NXT right now. This wasn't that prototypical TakeOver I'm used to. I would dare say it's probably amongst the bottom five. When I um think about... Well, if this was in it, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, Brooklyn, TakeOver Brooklyn to me is special. That's like in a class of its own. Uh, TakeOver Dallas, another one, the debut of Shinsuke Nakamura. You know, it's had so many moments. And then um, what was the TakeOver Chicago one time, uh, Dwayne, you and I talked about it, how we was like, "Uh, okay, we'll see how it is. And it blew us away, you know. Um, So when you look at this one, did were, were y'all did y'all enjoy it? What did y'all think? And especially McAfee and Adam Cole. Well, well let me let me go first because I didn't. I'm gonna be uh, honest. I didn't see that match, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I heard I heard Pat McAfee did his thing, and I'm glad he did his thing because he definitely has great mic skills, man. He's been promoting that match for the last couple of weeks, and he was on he was on a lot of other people's shows on his own podcast, just talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this brother, if he wants to be, he could be somebody's manager for real. He is he is fantastic with the mic skills, and and not only is he fantastic with the mic skills, but we found out he could actually wrestle, yeah. and that's even that's a that's a plus too. But I mean, I, I'm gonna go back and watch it because I didn't see it. But I, um, shout out to Pat McAfee, man. I mean, he he had a lot of people coming after his head, like, why are you doing this? Are you trying to be like the next? Um, Rob Gronkowski or Kane Velasquez, or are you trying to embarrass yourself? Nah, man, he's not trying to embarrass himself. He's been he's been in that training. He's been mm-hmm. doing this thing, man, and I hope I hope he comes back to wrestle again. I really the, do. Hey, Roger, the fact that he could just hold his own is is amazing. And you know, you said you piggybacked yeah. off the 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 skills of his mic skills, 
but then to back it up, like you said, with his in-ring ability, um, I was kind of surprised because to me, I thought once Adam Cole lost the NXT title to Keith Lee, I thought that was the end of uh, Adam Cole and maybe the Undisputed Era until SummerSlam. Uh, what I was thinking is that the Undisputed Era would somehow get involved in this Drew McIntyre-Randy Orton match. But um, NXT, though, oh, I, I understand your point too, Brian, about um, it, it isn't what we've been accustomed to with NXT in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because of um, the lack of fanfare there. But um, I just think it's a transition period. But, that's all. But I mean, I mean, NXT in the past, we've seen, you know, like you said, um, so many, so many stars um, being just their coming out party. I mean, you know, you can never forget about Sasha Banks and Bailey at um, at NXT. I mean, that that's always, like you said, is going to be um, a staple as far, as far as like NXT takeover matches. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even um, what was it the the NXT with um, Survivor Series last year when we had. Chimba and off the steel cage put Adam Cole through a table. Uh, so, um, and, you know, NXT always had, or NXT always brings it. So even on a bad, or even if you think it's a bad pay-per-view, it's still a good pay-per-view um, yeah, overall. And right. and the fact that we have somebody who is, is going to have a, a coming out party and maybe the next um, transition for NXT as some superstars uh, leave NXT to, to the main roster, uh, NXT, you'll see, is still a staple in of itself, making new superstars for years to come, and something that we're going to be a, something that we're going to want to continue to see in the in the Wednesday Night Wars. I won't say Monday Night Wars, but Wednesday. <laughs> 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 is it really a war, though, Dre? No, it, it's it not, is. It's not a war. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's a good question. Wait, wait, eighteen to forty-nine. Yeah, that's yeah, what everybody yeah, keeps yeah, climbing yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, demos. <laughs> Well, it, it's well, well. It's hard. To, it's hard with basketball season, but if you have two wrestling uh, promotions going at it at the same time, um, it, it kind of honestly it makes sense for AEW to take on NXT as opposed to Raw or or SmackDown <laughs> to be honestly speaking, because um, you know you have some independent guys out there who are trying to make a name for themselves, but at the same time, that's what we're doing in NXT. So why not? The, the Wednesday Night War is where it is. It mm-hmm. um, it makes sense of itself, and it's going to push each other to really um, catapult. I mean, our, I mean, you know, you know, a lot of us we already know about um, Adam Cole uh, mm-hmm. for years before he even you know made it to NXT, and then to right. have an undisputed era. That's something that's must see TV to me. I I tell you one thing that was interesting last night. Uh, the basketball game went over which forced AEW to come on late and it ran right into takeover. I believe they wanted to come on an hour before takeover. Um, so I know me, I didn't see AEW. I was surprised because personally I was, I wasn't going to watch the tournament cause I didn't want to see brand brand when the tour, um, the trophy, which she didn't. And she but... didn't. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you know, I, it, it, it was it was unfortunate for them because they did have to go against NX, uh, NXT pay-per-view with their regular show. And the NBA playoffs switching over the ESPN ABC later. So mm-hmm. and, yeah. and the Thunder game went to overtime. Hey, time. by the way, you said you said the playoffs, right? So, uh, <laughs> oh, go, yes, oh, we're getting it done. Talking about LeBron. Right. Shout out the Lakers. No, no guy from Akron talk. And, and happy birthday to the late and great Kobe yes. Bryant. 
Yes. Number two, four. Rest in peace, Kobe. My boy, yeah. the Bane. Peace, Kobe. Bane. You already know. We'll see you again, brother. So we're going to um, take a quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have a segment on here called Give Me the Book. And it's where Dwayne and I take things and we rewrite the way we want them to be. So here's a quick clip of our full segment called Give Me the Book. It should have been the Rocket Triple H, the match we got at Backlash. When you think about some of the top rivalries we've seen in professional wrestling, mm-hmm. We've seen Hogan and Savage in the main event. We've seen Hogan and Warrior, Hogan and Andre. Mm-hmm. We've seen Brett and Sean. Okay. We've seen Austin and Rock. We never got, we never, well, one, we never got, uh, we got even John Cena and Batista. We never got Randy Orton and John Cena one-on-one in Mania. Okay. Don't want it now. But we never got Rock and Triple H one-on-one at WrestleMania. That was the time to do it. The Rock had just won the Royal Rumble. Triple H was the hottest heel in professional wrestling. There was no need for the big show. There was no need for Mick Foley. Yeah, it might have been a bit excessive. <laughs> I guess you got a point there when you put it that way. Yeah, you know, you go back and look at that WrestleMania. There's think... only one singles match. Yeah. You remember what that oh, match man. was? Houston, we have a problem. Yes! All right, and we're back. <laughs> hey, hey, look. You the- I forgot that singles match, too. Nobody knows at WrestleMania 2000. Make sure you check it out. We also got one where the real Dwayne Allen rebooks Bret Hart's WCW run. So um, we yes. got a lot of cool stuff on there, yes. including a state of professional wrestling address. You see he has a cool shirt on. Matter of fact, I'm going to make a full screen. Um, you see that right there? Wrestling realm, you know. So, so wait, time sure. out. you could you could have been many full screen all this time, and you just purposely left me in a little corner. Actually, you've been yeah. full screen a few times. I, oh, okay. I, 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 hey, you know, I'm, I'm producer. <laughs> so, I'm not going to use the word we called it at ESPN, but I'm a producer and director tonight. Okay, <laughs> oh, you got it. I, I, I'll bad. tell you, you <laughs> see, okay. he always try to take shots. That always happens. <laughs> it's guaranteed for one show, folks. It's guaranteed. It's been um, a while. What can I say? Yeah, and I'm mad because I just realized I don't have my tapped out segment because I was definitely going to run that audio. But man, it's time to talk the women's wrestling tonight. Oh hey, boy, we WWE bread and butter. <laughs> right, yeah, really? We hey, saw right away. It, hey, right a away. new champion crown. Oscar regained the Raw Women's Championship when she defeated the boss. Sasha Banks. Um, after Sasha helped Bailey retain her title, Bailey tried to essentially do the same thing, but she moved in a sense, and then Oscar was was on it, and then she knocked her down, and then was able to get Sasha to tap out. When Sasha went to look, asking, crying for Bailey's name, Bailey was not able to get up in time. So now, you know, I tweeted, and a lot of people got on me because, you know, I, was, I, I like to do this thing. I like to suspend my belief and go in full kayfabe, folks, on Twitter at Brian H. Waters. So what I did, you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, ahead, I can mute you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but the Twitter. I, I tweeted. I was like, man, I'm, I'm mad. I didn't want to see Oscar. Like, she's born anyway. I don't believe she's born, folks. It was just, you know, and I clarified that. But, you know, my mentions was on fire, so I had fun with it. Um, but nonetheless, I realized this. Sasha Banks' Raw Championship run 
was never meant to be a lengthy title run. I saw that, and, you know, I was talking to Dre about this before we went live. It wasn't meant to be a lengthy title run. Sure, I would have, you know, if, if you gave me the book, what I would have did, I would have had all this kind of happen around Survivor Series. I would have got them so high on their high horses, and then the Survivor Series start to break it down, deteriorate. Sasha wins the Royal Rumble, beats Bailey, runs with the title until Becky Lynch comes back or Charlotte come back, and then give her a whole year run. That's how I would book it. But nonetheless, she'll probably, you know, next week is payback. I don't even know who they're defending the tag titles against. We just know they're defending the yeah. tag titles. Um, you know, this they should they they're really rushing this in a pay per view. But when you got your own network, you can do that because we're gonna tune in. Uh, Dre, have you calmed down? How do you feel, brother? <laughs> no, he has not. No, he has. Because I gotta admit, Dre man, been a Sasha fan. Man, come on. I, I, I was okay. I, Sasha was okay, but when she came back with that blue hair. <laughs> you know, I tell you, blue is the theme tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Blue. Oh no! <laughs> so, so hold up. She came back with the blue chew hair, D. Oh no! No, I didn't. I wasn't going there. Wasn't no, going no, there. no, 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 no. We ain't gonna do that. But, you know? uh, no. Um, <laughs> but it was the, the the demeanor because she was really a boss. Like yeah. before, it was like she was trying to convince us she was a boss. No, when she beat the smack out of Natty, and then she went and attacked Betty Lynch, Becky Lynch. I was like, Betty she's <laughs> she's really a boss. Um, I, see, I, I can usually do Betty. that, but when I'm by myself, and then I just keep Betty. going. But now, you know, you here, you gonna make you every word. You call, you, you can call <laughs> her Betty Betty Crocker Lynch. Betty Crocker. Lynch. No, no, man. She <laughs> came out and proved that she was a boss, Dre. <laughs> But Betty you know, Lynch. you've been a, the biggest Sasha fan since she was in NXT, you know, when she was still bland, when she still had her natural hair color. Um, how do you feel now? Um, it's been a couple hours. She's no longer she still got a belt. She got a know. belt, man. You know, she's one, one belt. No, two belt. The the I'm sorry, the Sasha one belt. Persona. Two two belts banks. It fits. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on. Man. You heard what I Brian just, said. I just I, I was I was baffled because I, I expected I expected Oscar to win a belt, but not beat Sasha, man. Like Big Sasha. It's it's Sasha. Like okay. anything, if it leads to Bailey versus Sasha, then I'm happy with it. But until I see that, and as far as the tag team title one, like Brian said, they don't even have a legit tag team to face. What do you? What do you? It's just oh. you know it's coming, Dre. And you and you and you know you know I love you know I love me some Sasha Banks. What I'm well, this was supposed to be the weekend she was supposed to get it in Boston. What? What? Yes, true, true. <laughs> but I mean, you know, COVID happened. Corona. Corona. Um, so what? I'm, so what I'm hoping for is, I mean. You know, hopefully, like I said, we see Sasha and Bailey down the road. Um, it just, to me, it just would have been so cool if Sasha could have kept the belt and then lost it to somebody <laughs> like a Bianca Belair or, oh, or Shayna Baszler or Shayna Baszler. I would have been, I would have been okay with that. Yeah, but what Uncle Roger's doing? Hey, hey, hey! Don't you, don't you be disrespectful to the boss? What are you doing, <laughs> Sasha Banks? Continue your diet, bro. And the bro. fact that Continue she came back, like Brian said, she came. Give him some tissue, blue. please. Give him some. She came back with the blue hair. I mean, I love the red hair, but she's loving me. She's having me love blue. Like, come on, like you, you should know, love blue anyway, Joe. No, no, no. I'm, first of all, I'm a, I'm a Kappa, so I love red. Uh, so the, the blue hair, you know, it just it just all fits. 
and then for her to just I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen Sasha Banks on the losing end. Like, I'm, let's, that, let's go back to Hell in the Cell and when she lost to Becky Lynch, when she should have beat Becky Lynch, but then I was like, okay, she's going over to SmackDown. It's okay. Now, you, you have a tap-out victory to to Oscar? Like, what? Come well, on. You know, uh, shout out to my boy, David Shealy. He, we was talking about this. The ongoing joke that we feel Vince McMahon has is that Sasha doesn't retain the title. That was noted. This is her fifth title reign, yeah, and she's they, never they successfully defended the title. When she retained the tag titles and she got the pin, it was a shock to me. I was like, oh, my goodness, she actually retained it because when they first won the tag titles, they had them for a month. She had her. She needed her time off. And then that was it, you know. So, I mean, I just, I just, I just legit don't understand it. Can she get, like you said, can she get a win at a pay per view as the champion? <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me help Dre out here. Let me help Dre. It's going to be okay. Go home, go home, It's going to be okay. Now, I agree with you. I didn't like the finish. I think barely should have interfered a little more mm-hmm. and then really got the ball rolling. But we don't need Sasha on Raw. We need her to stay on SmackDown. On the A show, the show that's on Fox. Well, she's gonna be on both shows. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, because the tag belts, yeah. But once they lose that and then this thing degenerates downward, you're gonna get what you want. She's gonna be the champ, she's gonna defend it, she's gonna retain it several times, and it's gonna be okay. But it's all right, Joe. You gotta look at the long picture here. It's okay. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. My man, my man Bruce Pritchard's behind her. Uh, he's helping her, I heard. And it's gonna be good. Just wait. And Bruce is gonna run himself out. Damn you, Bruce Pritchard. Damn you. Hey, you remember Bruce told us a couple years ago he's helping her. No, he's he's helping himself too. Stop it, Dre. Stop it. She should be a champion. Dre, she is still champion. No, no, no. He on an angry rant. Look here, look here, Dre. This is gonna happen at payback. They're gonna lose the tag team championship belts. And then they're going to go on a nice little long feud with each other, Bailey versus Sasha. Yeah. Probably, by, probably by Survivor Series, Sasha Banks should have Bailey's belt. And no. Then, and guess what? She'll have. No, it's going to be a little longer than that. It's going to be main. Guess who's going to take the belt from her at WrestleMania, Dre? Charlotte Flair. Know. <laughs> the Burger Queen. Yeah. Be Charlotte respectful Flair. to Charlotte yeah. Flair. It, 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 it really should go, in my opinion. You drag this out because this is a you know a climax that you've been waiting. You'd rather have the fans there so you get that yeah, moment. Drag it out the mania, man. Drag and yeah, the- drag it out to WrestleMania because really, you? no. Why? Why not? That's, that's, I'm, if, I, I'm just saying, it's a lot of. It's a long time to do that. Like it's, it's not. It's not what it used to be. We talk about a super slow build. Like this has already been going that, on for long enough. And don't get me wrong. I, I said the same thing. I said, yo, this is. I said they got to drag this out to me. I said if push come to shove, this could be hot enough. This could main event WrestleMania. If they if they wanted if they if, if they really wanted to, but I don't know if they got the patience to, to drag this one out. I don't the reason know. Why I said, reason why I think this could work because you right now you got the tag titles, so you can right. always go into you know them carrying the tag titles. Sasha trying to get that that Raw Women's Championship back, coming up short. Then you you start to slowly but surely deteriorate everything between the two. Um, I w- what I was thinking because we saw the other two horsewomen come up. I was wondering, I said, all right, we're not going to get um, four and four, with at least no time soon. Yeah. But maybe 
you know, there's a way you could do the two on two. Maybe when Charlotte Flair gets back by, if she's back by Survivor Series, you could get the three on three. Of course, I'm going back. I'm thinking Brett and Owen. That's where you start the Sasha and Bailey irritation with each other. Royal Rumble. You know, you kind of repeat the storyline. Except I yeah. do think it ends with Sasha winning the Royal Rumble and then ultimately picking Bailey. But it, it like you said, it will it, it will be a super slow build because um, Labor Day. It, no, this week, technically, tomorrow is Sasha has been back for a year. Labor yeah. Day is the um, one year anniversary of Bailey hitting Becky Lynch with the chair. So that's mm-hmm. when they became the besties again. And we was, you know, seeing them two come together. So I don't know. It's it's, it's definitely going to be it, it will be a super slow build. But I do want to see these two. You know, I want to see Sasha take the belt from Bailey, but I wanted to be in a meaningful match. Oh, exactly. oh, and by the way, by, by the way, you said main event WrestleMania, them two. That's not going to happen because guess who's going to main event WrestleMania? The, Roman. the main event that could have happened <laughs> this year's WrestleMania, Roman versus Goldberg. It'll be back. Oh, no. Come on, man. Stop it. Yeah, Goldberg did. Please, please. No, you know what, though? Stop. He wanted something hey, again. Hey, Goldberg ah, did yeah. say ah, he signed ah, a few ah. years. Yes, Come he on, he got what he got a what five match deal. So right. I'd rather see like, Roman resume like, like match time to over Stop. No, no, please stop that. Look, if we seen Sasha and Bailey at NXT Takeover, I can imagine what they would do on a stage of like WrestleMania. That, it would blow the roof off, man. That's what I'm thinking. It'll blow yeah, the thunder. But, hey, it'll blow but, the Thunderdome off. The thunder yeah, no, 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 no! Don't you to be be can, respectful. Can but we, you know can what? We I blow do want to see down the road, the though. I do want to see that. I want to see the EST versus the Boss. I know the way. You gonna get it? Okay. I, I know. The, I know the way. Come on, man. You know. You know that's money. You know tell, that's money. Look, here's the thing. I, I I've been telling uh, Brian H for a long time. I said Bianca Belair is everything Sasha Banks trying to convince us that she was. I said, I said, if you talk about who's a, a boss gimmick, you look at Bianca Belair, like everything that Sasha Banks swear she was, that's what Bianca Belair is. So, Dre, Dre, look, so look, Dre, so I, I, I look, I'm not against it, Dre, because trust me, I think you might be on to something because he, you know, it could be one of those things where it's like, yo, you stole my gimmick. Let's be real. It's like, no, nah, I'm not living a gimmick. I it's the same issue that Naomi has. Naomi's like, look, I'm not a ghetto girl. So she comes in, you know, like, hey, twirling and stuff. You're not buying it. Like, she's from Orlando. <laughs> but, Sasha Banks was the same way. I'm the boss, but I'm from Boston. I'm Snoop Dogg's cousin. Bianca Belair walked in the room. He said, wait a minute. That's the boss. I, right hold there. up. You know, I, I was watching The Untold yesterday, and they talked about how Dusty Rhodes was influential because he was the only person who really believed in the boss gimmick. And it made me right think. That day. Yeah, it made me think, like, man, if Dusty was still here, we got to admit, people might not want to admit this, but Dusty Rhodes, Paul Heyman, Obviously, Bruce Pritchard, Jim Ross, they all got some L's, you know. But right. I think in this case, he probably could have helped her develop it better. But I do think she's done a better job now because, I mean, she's still a boss, but she's she's got this new attitude, but she's also refreshed. But right. I, I do want to see um, Sasha and Bianca. But I think right now, um, D brought up getting Sasha off of Raw keep her on SmackDown. And I think that allows room for Bianca to be up next after, if we're going to get Oscar and Shayna, Bianca Belair can be the next, you know, next in line. Yeah. Because yeah. she's the only... And, and I mean, and uh, I'm sorry to, to cut you off. I was just going to say that real quickly that 
it's believable if Bianca takes on Shayna and beats her. Well, she like, she got to get that win back because she could never beat her in NXT. Yeah, oh, Bianca, sure. but Bianca just has that believability factor to her, like that she can legit beat anybody. I mean, exactly. like the amazing ability to me is that I think that like if you talk about strength, she has that. If you talk about her mic skills she has the like you said like she can go back if she can go toe to toe with sasha if you're talking about a boss so she the fact be the that best she just, woman kind of has to wrestling. be like she can be the best woman in wrestling Dre. she don't have a dance she partner right now i think she will yeah. but right she now the issue is nobody I mean, it, it, I mean i could go on uh, for a while about bianca belair about who i would love to see her face and, uh, and whatnot but i agree uh brian that down the road i think that if you have somebody defeat Shayna, i think mm -hmm. it's believable with somebody like a bianca you just got to build her up a little bit more um and hopefully they hopefully we don't see her take a back seat again like mm -hmm. we did once wrestlemania was um, once she made her WrestleMania uh, or after WrestleMania debut, and then we her flame kind of fin um, kindled, kindled out, but now she's back. She's with mm -hmm. the Street Profits, but I would love to see her build up in that women's division, and then hopefully one day as Raw Women's Champion. I see it. I agree. I definitely see it. Oh, you know, another one, another scenario that somebody brought up was Naomi and um bianca belair with sasha banks as the new um as a new trio team bad 2.0 2.0 yeah. bad bad mm. but hopefully they would call it something else nah i don't i don't need to see it <laughs> team <laughs> bad again <laughs> with bianca we don't need to see all that yeah who's bad <laughs> who's bad <laughs> <laughs> but uh speaking of bianca uh tonight we saw street profits retain the tag titles um yeah it's kind of obvious uh i i look I, I say it all the time angel garza is just too good for andrade as a tag partner and the reason why i say that is because that dude has so much charisma yes that does. andrade is like when we first saw andrade come to the main roster like, okay this guy's really good in the ring he's a muscle yeah but now, you know, and then he had, it was like, okay, it's a perfect match. Him and Zelina Vega. He gets in trouble. They bring up Angel Garza. It was like, well, I don't care about Andrade no more because, you know, I got these two. And then, you know, he got this little deal going with Charlie Caruso and all that. We, is this, are we going to now see a split between this tag team because they still can't, couldn't get over the Street Profits? No, because there's nothing else for uh, Angel Garza and Andrade to do right now. To be mm -hmm. honest, I think that's why they put them in a the tag team. But it's like, once again, I go back to to the the unfortunate effects of COVID. When they couldn't fly people in, those guys were there every week and they were reliable. They were good hands you could put in the ring. They could tell you stories in the ring because they couldn't tell you stories outside the ring because they didn't know what they were doing because of COVID nineteen, right? Mm -hmm. So now those guys are reliable, but at the same time, it's like, what do you do with them? Because everything was so up and down, you didn't know what was going on. So now their tag team is the best way to keep them relevant and on screen at the same time. Instead of, like you said before, when Andrade was out, it was like, well, shoot, Angel fits better with uh, Selena uh, Vega than he than Andrade did. And Andrade comes back, and it's like, so what? Are they a tag team? She got two clients, and it's like, I get it, but it's it's tough to say. They're too good not to, to showcase, but at the same time, they really have nothing to do right now. All right. Yeah. yeah, I gotta gotta agree, Dwayne. They they stuck in the middle. They already had lost to the Street Poppers on NyQuil about a month ago, I think. And then they set up for this match tonight. 
Didn't see Bianca Belair out there tonight. I thought that would have been something good, him, her and Selena, continually going at it. But what, that was another match that gave us on Raw, you know? Yeah, they did. And, and what, what is it for both sides to do really now? What's next? Yeah, well, Street Profits entertained. They tag champs. My That's what's wrong for Raw's tag team championship division. Yeah. Thing. No, what you what you need at this point, um, to me, merge the tag team division so that way you can have stuff like the Street Profits versus the Usos or versus the New Day whenever they come back. But I, I think at this point, merge the tag team division and stop jobbing the Viking Raiders too. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 they on underground, Dre. Like, they on underground. It's, 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 it's just ridiculous to me. <laughs> Um, it's too many tag teams out here, too many good feuds that you can possibly have if you just made it the tag team division and even playing field as opposed to dividing the tag teams. I think that that, that would help also buffer it so that way you don't see a rematch of the Street Profits versus um, uh, Andrade and um, Garza. Garza. Because we've seen that same match at WrestleMania. Now we're seeing it at SummerSlam. What are we going to see in the Survivor Series next? Like, God, right. no, I didn't even think of that. You're right. I didn't even think of that. Goss and them did fight for it. The only thing that made it interesting was the poison. And and, and then, you know, we, it was just basically a recycled thing that they did a few months ago. No. At this point, make it an even playing field. Like I said, stop having the Viking Raiders job so that way we can believe the Viking Raiders are a legit tag team. The Street Profits are good. When the New Day comes back full circle, they're good. The Usos, when um, when they're healthy, they come back good. There's enough tag teams out here where you legit could have a tag team roster and you can have the type of uh, tag team matches that you had back in the day with the Hardys, the Dudleys, and Edge and Christian. You have the you have it all the all the fixings are right there for a good recipe. Let just let the let the cake go ahead and do its thing on its own. Dre, you have great points. And I believe everything you're saying, Uh-oh. but that's nothing going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at the revival and the good brothers. That's all you got to so do. My point is, who gives a damn? If Angel or whoever stays together, who cares? Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, he, he's kind of, he's right. I mean, I can't yeah. disagree with you. Yeah. I, 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 before we get out of here, two uh, guys I want to bring up, Big E and Keith Lee. It was announced that Keith Lee is going to Monday Night Raw. You know, he lost the NXT Championship. For what? For what? (laughs) What is he going to do? He's going to be in Raw Underground is what he's going to do. Bask in his glory, man. What glory? What (laughs) what are you talking about? Don't don't start shelling. Don't you do that. Bask in his glory. (laughs) But no, seriously, seriously. No, seriously. I was sitting there like it felt underwhelming you just throw up a graphic yeah. Keith Lee coming to Monday Night Raw I kind of feel like it's rushed especially you know because now it just looks like which we all figured he got the championship because of everything that was going on in the country even right. though it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of not fair to say because he did earn it and you know to be able to beat Adam Cole but he was a victim of having a guy like Karrion Cross right there in the wings it was like you know what there's no way Keith Lee is gonna hold on to this title that long. Yeah, and, and now they, you know, he's coming to Monday Night Raw. But you know, wh- what do you do with him? You know, are you gonna <laughs> put him in a hurt business? Vince is in full fledged build new stars mode, so he want to see all fresh faces, and he's just gonna. He's like, look, we got we've been given a transition period. Let's just use it. Like I said, when mm-hmm. when 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 Hogan, when Savage, when all those guys in the eighties began to get older, 
after why they were not drawing the same money. Vince said, let's go with the youth movement. The Shawn Michaels, the Bret Hart's, those guys were saying, give these younger guys a shot. The Diesels, the Razors, the Shawn Waltmans, they, they wanted their space. And when those guys left and eventually traded in the WCW, the business was still at an all-time low. Like, I mm-hmm. get it. So now he's like, look, the business is already at a low. We might as well just start trying to create new stars. Now, the one thing I do applaud him for in regards to that in this era is that he doesn't mind sacrificing the money now for the money later. Because while everybody's still playing the hits with their familiar faces right now, they're not building up for later. They're going to have to start over again. Versus mm-hmm. Vince that goes into overdrive, like, okay, new faces, new faces, new faces, new faces. But then when you do that, what happens when your new faces don't make you money? So now you're a casualty because I, I'm trying to create new stars and you pan out the way I wanted you to. Look, look, look at freaking Ricochet. What is he doing now? He was considered one of those Chilling. guys. Oh, like, like hit, uh, Ali, Mustafa, those guys were like, oh, let's give these guys a shot. And then when they realized they started going and going and going, and it goes, okay, this doesn't work out too well. Same thing happened with EC3. The problem with him was it took a, a night. He said, let's put him in the future of the world champion, <laughs> Dean Ambrose. And Vince was like, oh, no, nah, this guy's terrible. He's done. He was never saying <laughs> after that. Nope. So it, it's, it's, it's like these Burn guys. The closet. I don't know what you do with these guys. Like, I get it. I get the idea of it. Like, let's create new stuff. Okay, cool. But what in the world are you going to do with when you when your product has already got plenty of question marks as it is? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Preach the so, way. Preach. I don't know. I mean, I really don't okay. know. I, I, look, gentlemen, I've been I've been saying it <laughs> since the beginning of time. Vince has been destroying everything, man. He's been killing everything. I He's mean, look at, I will give him that. Rusev had Rusev had a push. Rusev was supposed to be the man. And he killed that. Yeah. Um, no, he told I him mean, that uh, the fans was trolling him. Yeah, he did tell him. I'm like, really, man? Alistair Black is a wrestler. Where is Alistair Black now? What is he he'll, doing? He'll, he'll be on Monday. He'll, he'll, be, he'll be on uh, the Fight Man show tomorrow. Oh, night. He'll be on the oh, oh, wait. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Uh, um, he's gonna come back as a. Oh goodness! Oh no! He's gonna destroy stuff. Rollins call it a day. Oh He's gonna do that new gimmick on Monday. Watch. And, no longer is it gonna be a devil guy. And what was the, what was the guy from the, from the Nexus movement? I forgot his name. Which one? Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett. Even Wade Barrett had, had something going. Yeah. For Bad him. news. Like, Barrett got hurt hell. though. When he was a yeah, uh, bad Barrett. Yeah, that injury you heard him. The injury during the every yeah, time. Injury. Remember, he was going with money in the bank apparently at WrestleMania 28. And then he got hurt. So they scratched, they took the whole thing off and made it a paper. Ray, that got some bad news. I've yeah, heard again. I just, I, I just feel that Vince is going to completely destroy Keith Lee, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I really do. I have a feeling he's going to Mark Henry the hell said out he got brother. big man magic. No, I don't, I don't think he's staying a chance. Are you serious? Mark <laughs> Henry, well, no, don't say nah. his name. Oh yeah, and Shark brought up and said you had the forgotten sons, but then you know Riker Gunner started running his mouth and screwed over his partner. And now they are for fully forgotten. <laughs> they they yeah, got yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, what, what, Biggie, did you guys check out Talking Smack? Um, Miz was trying to push him there. Miz was asking him, "Why aren't you? You know, you you're not serious enough." He said the same stuff Booker T says, like you're not serious enough. You play around. And Big E said, look, I'm going to be me. I'm not going to be this mean. Basically, said, I'm not going to be an angry black man like everybody want me to be. But when they get between those ropes, I'm going to take care of business and I'm going to go back to being who I am. Well, you... Hold up. Time out. Wait a minute. Wasn't he an angry black man coming in? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. Yes. <laughs> yes. True. About Three ain't it enough, didn't... man. I need five. Well, well actually, I thought I, I actually thought it kind of worked. It wasn't Cena. Like, he was IC champion and, I, and Cena was backing him. If it worked, Dre, what happened? <laughs> It's fizzled. It's like everything. It's fizzled. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, it fizzled, and then one for one for the new day wouldn't happen. But to that being said, why is talking smack back? Renee Young is not a problem because she's out of the company now. But I mean, I mean, we didn't want talking smack for days on Tuesdays uh, on Fox. They came on on without Renee Young. That time slot was deaf. That, that, that was dumb. Yeah, I, I I don't know why they should have took over uh what's his name show the one that uh Jason Whitlock used to have that's where they should have put it. Oh crap, lock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or at least oh, show wow. replay. It's a family show. This a family show. I, uh, a family show. I, well, I will say this though: what is cool that you can just turn on Fox Sports One randomly throughout the week and catch wrestling. That is that's fun. true. I, I saw SmackDown the other night by mistake, so that was fun. I don't know what day it was. I just flipped the channel. It was like eleven, and I was like, "Oh snap!" Yeah, it was like Thursday night. Yeah, it was like right after the game went off. It was nothing. They've been showing classic pay per views too. They ain't showed. Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh wow. I love you. Do like watching random wrestling? Just randomly. You do like me, but um, they like that that time slide. First of all, I don't know what they're going to do without Renee Young. And then second, yeah. um, the time slide, like you said, it's, it's, so, it's so horrible. Like, I mean, people our age are, are probably asleep at that time. And then if you have kids, they like, what in the world? I don't even want to watch 11 p.m. on Tuesday night. You know? Wait, so, so wait, that's Talking Smacks out? Because I saw it on Saturday. No, it, it doesn't come on uh, after Friday. At, um, it comes on after the show. After Smackdown, it needs to come right on. Yeah. Um, I, I love it that they oh, have Raw Talk back, but Talking Smack should have been back. And especially the thing that killed me about Talking Smack is that it was it was legit heat. Like at one of the best conversations, you were looking to destroy that as well. Yeah, best killed that. And this and then it was crazy because like I remember um, Talking Smack is the reason we had Daniel Bryan in the Miz again. Like yeah. it just it, it was it was so hot. And then that there Daniel we go, Bryan went Uncle Raj on uh, the Miz. <laughs> got up and left. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's that's why the Miz got that last push. Like people, are like let's take this guy right. seriously a little bit more. Like I mean, that, and that lets all types of things: movies, Miz and Mrs. Like mm-hmm. you know, and then he cannonball. And, then also, he does cannonball. It, and he, that's he what he was saying to Big E. Yeah, and he also had the opportunity to help out um, Curtis Axel and, and Bo Dallas. They had that run when they when they moved in the Raw. Like you know what I mean? He, he did the movie oh, yeah. with him. One of those, I guess, it was a Marine movie or something. And then yeah, they, they had they, they had a run. <laughs> It's all boils down to Vince. Everything boils down to he Vince. Like leads to him. Everything leads to him. This is all of him. This all I him. mean, the pandemic, because I, I, I had a feeling, believe it or not, I had a feeling that he was going to dial it back a little bit with because the XFL was back. Yeah. And, and then the Rona happened. And then the Rona happened and he happened. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm tired of I'm tired of hearing these stories about all these other superstars and people goes. You know what? If if Triple H was a little bit more in charge, I wouldn't have left. Which mm-hmm. means that people are not choosing to leave. People are saying, "I want to stay, but I just can't." And I'm like, "That's right. when you know you have a problem." FTR, yeah. they didn't want to go anywhere. Like, who doesn't want to work for the biggest company? Matt Hardy said the same they thing. Yep. The old, yeah. the OG group, they all say, "Yo, we want like we didn't want to leave." I say, like, if Triple H is in charge, he listened to us. You know, we could get our ideas. And he said, but at the end of the day, that guy, Dean Ambrose, same thing. He just wanted a little bit more. Freedom to be natural. I'm like, dude, let these people like. And the crazy part is, you did it at one point. Why are you gonna wait till somebody kicks your tail in the ring to say, "Screw it, take the reins off"? Because we right. went because the same issue was going on in in, in the '90s with the before the Monday Night Wars break out. Like the guys kept saying, "Yo, they, they're micromanaging everything that we're doing." And then when they kept losing events, like, look, forget it. We we go out of business anyway. Do whatever. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin DX. And, and you you brought him up, Stone Cold. Um, you know. Yeah. 
uh, Vince don't want to entrust the company behind one big superstar like that no more because of what Austin did to him. Granted, he had John Cena, and John Cena is just a whole different animal. But mm-hmm. what is the? When would you actually have that opportunity to have a guy who's going to love your company the way John Cena did? Who literally said, "I don't want to have a wife or children because yeah. I love WWE so much." Yeah. That's, that's but I mean, then again, I mean, Brian, you're bringing up a, a, a good, I mean, I mean, it's a good point, but I mean, there are not too many men out there like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have that with like, you know, the NBA where you had um, somebody like a Kobe Bryant and then LeBron James um, in the NFL right now. They're blessed to have Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson uh, mm-hmm. in the WWE. Those franchise players. Who, 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 who is that? Who is that guy? And granted, you want to give it to somebody like a Roman Reigns, but the problem is it was rushed to Roman Reigns as and opposed to like actually developed. Mm-hmm. So you, everybody has the same you know, playing field. Exactly. Exactly. So Roman back you, now, he's healed. You need to be able to I give room and develop these these guys as opposed mm-hmm. to rushing everything, mm-hmm. and then maybe we can have another guy who's going to be able to um, take over the business. But as far as somebody just loving it. I think that there are people out there that love the business and who who are willing to make the sacrifice, especially when they see on the back end some people like The Rock, John Cena, um, Hulk Hogan, Austin, you know, who have been able to do things post their career. Um, but, Blame Austin. I mean, he walked it, out. It's just going to be a while. I mean, I mean just... like, look, Austin walked out, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, Austin did carry the company for a while, and Austin right now is able to do his thing in Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Um, That's why Vince is the way he is, because Austin walked out. Like, you know. He's not the only one. Don't blame Brian Black Lesnar, too. Oh, definitely. I legit think the only person who didn't never walk out on was The Undertaker. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. And he wasn't a mega star the way those guys were. Let's no. be real. Like Undertaker is a megastar in wrestling, but crossover appeal the yeah. way Austin, like global, global but, superstars. Well, at the same like time, the though, Undertaker, Undertaker right. made a sacrifice though to do that because he 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 was a company what man. Word again. I think Undertaker could have developed into something, <laughs> um, but hey, no, no, he couldn't. Never, I don't think so. I, I think commercially I, he could have. I think maybe somewhere. Like on maybe not, not with them gimmicks, some, man. Not some with them horror gimmicks. film, I don't know. Here's, here's why I say no, Dre. Here's why I say no because Undertaker talked about it in the last ride. He kept saying, I live my gimmick for the sake of the business. So, like, he wasn't doing interviews, he wasn't making appearances. He was this thing was mm-hmm. this is what this is what my character is. I'm not going to switch this up because this is what I need to do. I need to live my gimmick. And okay. when you got that type of attitude, it's like, well, how can you be a commercial star if you're not willing to be able to say, okay, I got to go on Reedy's and Kathy Lee this morning? Stone Cold did it. You know what I mean? Uh, well, uh, you know oh. what? You, you know why the reason it didn't happen? Because he didn't have somebody like Dwayne Allen pushing him. Oh, of course, oh, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> okay. All I know is this: Vince has to take his hands off creative. Yes, he does. Let these brothers. Yes, big time. Brothers, big time. Let these brothers come up with something. And if it, and if it gets over, let it get over. Yes. Don't, don't yes, it indeed. Back. Let it go. Let it keep mm-hmm. it moving. Yeah. And, and endorse that. That's all. Yeah, like he Rusev used to do. Was over, man. Rusev was over. I mean, Big time. I don't know if y'all been like, to a like show. Organically, that, like yeah, those Rusev nice. Day chants were loud. And he was, they they were, what about, was a heel. Well, I mean, Brian, you, you're saying Rusev Day. What about when um the Cesaro section? Like you had, yeah, yeah, Cesaro. They were giving away this mm-hmm. stuff to you. So that way, you know, you can that in this and just time and time again. I mean, the only one I remember that they listened to the fans on was, was the Daniel yes Bryan. 
and they and, and the only reason they're back is seeing Chump left. Cause the Chump left. Hold up, hold up, Dave. You might be a Chump, but he said it back then. He said it back then that that he was did. Happening. He did. He did. I give him that. It's still, it's still relevant till today. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't like. We did a show. Make sure you check it out right here on YouTube. It's Vince McMahon out of touch. Um, yes. <laughs> so, we, yes. you know, check it I out. I'm out of touch, pal. <laughs> I eat my out chicken breast every day. <laughs> out of touch. What? <laughs> but but, but I, that's I, a paint. Out of touch. On that Austin, somebody on that Austin podcast that, that he still had about five years ago. Yeah, right. Get out of here, Vince. Go away. <laughs> Before we get out of here, gentlemen, any final thoughts on tonight? I'll start with uh, you, Raj. Final thoughts? This this is... I mean, I, I cannot really call this SummerSlam. <laughs> no, I feel like this was a bona fide house show. I like wow. the matches in this. Come on. I'm sorry. Dude. He's back, y'all. I mean, you you had a whole good show, Nicole. This is a bona fide house show. <laughs> I felt I felt like this was a bona fide house show. The only the only SummerSlam match that I actually felt in this was the Seth Rollins and Dominic match. I thought That's that fair. was a great that was a great SummerSlam match. That was your the match of the night. Matches felt like either it was Raw or SmackDown or main right. event if you want to say that tag team championship Ouch. match. Oh man! And then on top of that, how how are you going to have the Intercontinental Championship on your pre-show? You mean US? So you mean the USA title? Mean USA title? Because they didn't Fox, even have the IC belt, they didn't even have the IC belt on. Because Fox wants AJ. But my thing is this: I mean, come on, guys. I mean, y'all got to bring more creativity to this. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the whole thing was called. You ain't, ain't going to see it coming, and all we got was Roman Reigns. Okay. No, we got a backslide. Huh? Backslide. We got a backslide for a finish. Oh, One, two, on. three. <laughs> Sound like a preacher on, on Sunday. Don't do backslide now. Come on, man. Don't do backslide. This show could have been a lot better if they would have actually, you know, put more effort into it. All right, we'll and give I, you the book I, I, real I quick. Just, you change one thing about the show. If you could change one thing, what would you change? You got the book. If I could change one thing about this show, is I, I would I would, I would, have got rid of that tag team. That tag team match did not need to be there. Okay. It yeah. didn't. It, it didn't, fit the card. didn't fit. I would change that. Oh my goodness. We ain't even talk. We ain't talk about the um Mandy Rose and uh now you, don't got to. now you don't got to. We good. You don't got to. We good. Got to. I, I brought it up early in the in the whatchamacallit. He definitely did. Yeah. You, you did. I brought it up, so good. Yeah. Yeah. D you know. <laughs> To to Roger's point, I gotta somewhat agree with him in this sense. A lot of these matches was on Raw SmackDown in recent months. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you know, rematches. You and, and we've seen a lot of them tonight. You know, Oscar and them been fighting back and forth on Raw and Raw for the last couple months. And I mean, the only original match you seen was Drew against uh, Randy Orton because you seen Fiend and Bray in some variation since the end of WrestleMania. So. I mean, it, I, I give it a solid C because in ring they always bring it in ring, but stories outside of the Dominic match, outside of Oscar and Bailey and the women, of course, once again. I mean, it was okay. I mean, then the me didn't really set up for payback either. That was the other question mark. You got a pay per view coming next week, like they did back in '91 with Survivor Series and Tuesday in Texas. It set up each other, and they didn't do that tonight either. at all. 
at all. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, Dre. Oh, man, don't even get me started because you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Sasha Banks losing the belt. Right. That was the most egregious thing, and that's the, that's the only thing that I would have rebooked. Um, outside of that, though, um, overall, the pay-per-view, I think that, I mean, to me, this is what SummerSlam should have been and, and was supposed to be. Um, I, I like the finish of the Randy and the Drew McIntyre match. Um, I was happy with even the Fiend match and, and the fact that we got the big dog back. But I just am upset that Sasha Banks lost the belt. Okay, we get it. No, 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 don't do talk about it. We get it. We get it. We get it. Until I say that we brought home. I see the veins is popping in your neck, too. I see the veins popping. Come on, yeah. Yeah, I know how you feel about Sasha Banks. Why would y'all get him? Yeah, he might he might get blue blue in his veins next. I don't know. Somebody's going to get an email about them. The realness. Okay, first and foremost, the one thing I was the biggest thing I was impressed tonight is uh, Dre's tremendous man beard. Can we put Dre's face back up on the screen real quick? <laughs> Yo, first of all, look no, at that thing. Wait a minute. That thing is coming in so good. Look at that thing. That, that's a grown man right there. Like, Dre, that's the working right for you. Oh, for, the, no. for the ladies that's out there watching, there's his Twitter handle right there on the screen. <laughs> whoa, 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 Dre, whoa, whoa, Brian, he's taking. Whoa, 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 he's whoa, taking. Whoa. Oh, He's whoa, taking that, that didn't come again. to the group chat. Let me again. take that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's taking. No, don't do he's that. He's taking again. Yeah, don't do don't that. Do that. But, he's but taking for now. We, we don't of... want no problems. <laughs> no <laughs> smoke. We don't want no smoke. Get it? Look, I, 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 I heard a story already, but I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Outside of Drake's magnificent beard, um, <laughs> I must say, I will say that that. The Dominic um, Mysterio and Seth Rollins match probably impressed me the most out of everything. And uh, between that and just the presentation of the product and the Thunderdome, it was something different. It was creative. We see something similar in the NBA, but just to see that if there's one thing that WWE does well, it's always production. So for them to take that step in regards to trying to present their product, whatever product they gave us, and something that was unique, it was different, um, and, and it kind of, to me, it was the best form of what I've seen somebody try to rem, you know, reminisce or try to give us that same feeling of a live audience at a show. So between that and Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio's and, uh, and Seth Rollins match, I mean, that, that was the thing that, you know, I can say, like Ryder said that, and when you look what he said, he's not lying. Like that felt like a summer, just like Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins felt like a WrestleMania match, even though it was in the performance center. This match right here yes. felt like this, this was a SummerSlam moment that we're going to talk about for, for years to come. So yeah, go. I got a wild card question for y'all. Yep. Oh Lord. When do they start making people pay for the Thunderdome? Oh, it's free. I thought people was paying already. I'm not bad. Mm -mm, you just sign uh, up, but you gotta. So I, you know, I tried it, and I went to my computer. They said five thirty was check in time, so it was like five twenty five, and it was like, oh, it's full. So, um, wow. you know, and we, I don't know if y'all saw, but somebody got kicked out because they had a sign that said "Fire Velveteen Dream." Um, <laughs> hey, I, I put it in the chat. I put that in the chat. That yeah. is that where they came from? Yeah, yeah, he had to Ooh. sign, and you know, because you're on the webcam, you have to like create it back, uh, invert it, and that's yeah. what he did. So, boom, right on the screen, it was doing the Sasha Banks match. I'm pretty that's sure they'll happen. go in the network, you know, they'll go through and yeah. pre produce, I'll uh, reproduce stuff, scrub it out, they'll scrub it out, not touching it, nope, not touching <laughs> yeah. it. but uh, literally, 
but the thing is um you know i I was sitting there and i saw some i was thinking about it i saw somebody say like when do they start charging people because you think if this pandemic continues through the winter time by the time royal rumble gets here i could see wwe saying all right you got to pay 20 bucks or 9.99 or whatever just to get a seat and the thunderdome I'll say this. And hell, I'll say this. Hell, man, I hope they, they don't. Do not charge them. Do not charge them. Right. No. If, if there's a second wave, if there actually is a second wave that's coming in November or mm-hmm. October or whatever, then yeah, you charge them. You charge them all. <laughs> everything. You charge them everything. You hear me? You, you it's still business, right? So they can do this. Hey, charge for PayPal. Charge for cash. Hey, hey Ryan, what are we going to charge for? Oh, all that goofiness. <laughs> right. Nine ninety nine. Hey, all look, they they done got about a couple hundred dollars out of me since this pandemic with a bell and a side plate. So people still buying content and. uh Going to www.shop.com, which I'm pretty sure they got the belts on sale 50%. That's a little life hack I learned. Every pay per view belts on sale 50% off. Uh, so, but um, yeah, you know, uh, overall tonight, I will say this that um, you know, we didn't talk about the match, but I, so I was disappointed in Mandy Rose's Sonya Deville's match, but then I had to realize they just been going through so much, um, yeah. all things considered with yeah, everything absolutely. going on. So um, you know, I was looking at it, I didn't like Mandy Rose gear. I, I saw she had debuted where she had the pants on, and then she came out there that night, and I was like, wait, what is that? You, you know, I, I remember when Trish Stratus said she went from the shorts to the pants because she wanted people to take her serious, and I said, okay, this is maybe something Mandy's doing, but, um, you know, they got it in the ring, so they, you know, they was able to I don't want to say kill off the rivalry, but now Sonya Deville is getting probably the much-needed rest and stuff but overall i i thought that this was a great presentation i really enjoyed uh SummerSlam for what it was and it just made me wonder what if wrestlemania would have been in the thunderdome now obviously they didn't know but i think as good as the two nights that wrestlemania was because i do think wrestlemania was a better pay-per-view than SummerSlam. oh it was but i think it would have been even better um and then also looking at tonight one thing I'm glad they didn't do was force a lot of matches. You know, uh, this is probably the first SummerSlam since ni- the 90s where it was literally two and a half hours uh, for the show. Well, maybe a little bit over three it's hours. Right at three. It's right at three. Yeah, three. so I-, I thought that was good. And, you know, it felt to me, I know y'all didn't like the tag match, but it was still a personal beef there. And it felt like all the matches meant something. And that's the way SummerSlam should be. We do know... That most of the time when the champion wins the title at WrestleMania, uh-huh. usually when he goes into SummerSlam, it's like that big win that he solidified himself. You go back and you look at Ultimate Warrior, that win for him was over Rick Rude. Uh, Stone Cold at, uh, in 98, that win for him was over The Undertaker. So that SummerSlam win tonight, we saw that for Drew McIntyre and... It's still underwhelming, but we do have a new universal champion. It's the Fiend, but Roman's back. <laughs> so there goes that. It <laughs> goes the Not Fiend again. <laughs> Not for mm-hmm. long, buddy. Yeah, I got to definitely give a shout out to Shark uh, jumping in. 
Um, yeah, you know, and he just, oh man, uh, Shark, go ahead real quick, type the name of the book. Uh, he just became an author, so definitely want to give him a shout out. Shark has been supporting yeah. the wrestling realm. Yes, he has. Literally, literally since day one. So uh, make sure you check out the Sean Williams Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, you name it, he is there. So um, make sure you want to support him. I will be getting the book soon. So uh, make sure you do that, you know. Um, Gentlemen. Yeah, man. And and, then I'll have to find a way to get Shark to sign it. I mean, I don't know when I'll be in California next, so I might have to send it to his P.O. box or something like that. Or maybe (laughs) I just order directly from him and get a signed copy. But, gentlemen, appreciate y'all coming on. Uh, you know, we're gonna have to do this again. Uh, this was Always. a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, it uh, the, the, the world was introduced to the group chat, <laughs> yeah. And it says maybe, 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 just maybe we can get the sixth member on here. The uh, sixth man, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> who is it? I think I know, I think I know who that sixth man is. What you guys like to know? <laughs> the Lou Williams of the squad, yes. except. He's not at Magic City getting the wings. No, <laughs> sir. Chicken wing Lou. Oh, he, <laughs> oh, he might be, though. He might be. Chicken wing Lou. Chicken wing, <laughs> <laughs> Never know came he, up he with that. That was nothing. so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Until the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Drop a five-star rating on all platforms. Make sure you hit the follow button. And tweet us at Wrestling Realm. Until the next time, so long, everybody. So long. Check out the flag zone, too. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Check out the flex zone. Was it 10 o'clock? Yes, indeed. I'll be be the producer of the show tomorrow. We're going to be rolling through topics. (laughs) And I I know your folks are upset about Earl Thomas, but it's going to be okay. Look, I'm going to tell you all what to do. You turn on your mute Monday Night Raw. It's going to be on underground anyway. So you just go ahead and exactly. hit the new button. Turn on flex zone. That's what I do. That's that's the secret, you know? That's right. But that's so right. long, everybody. Peace, everybody. So long. Peace. Subscribe to the wrestling round channel. Yeah, if I just figure out and right. find the close. that round. <laughs> oh, there we go. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the wrestling realm post new content. Ooh.